This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. At the Ag Outlook Forum in Kansas City, I'm Ben Nully. Good afternoon. Deputy Secretary of Agriculture Steve Sensky says last week's preliminary trade talks with Chinese officials were productive and positive. Hopefully it means that uh, China is prepared to uh, uh, deal seriously with a lot of the market access and intellectual property uh, constraints. Um, but I think, as I indicated, time will tell. Uh, I think we'll really know that when the principal negotiators arrive uh, coming up here in October. And I think that's will give, give a better assessment of uh, of where things go. Sensky also told reporters at a forum hosted by AgriPulse and the Agricultural Business Council of Kansas City that USDA will fill empty positions at the Economic Research Service and the National Institute for Food and Agriculture as the department moves the agencies to Kansas City. He says he hopes the department will secure a location in the next couple of weeks. USDA Deputy Chief Economist Warren Preston says federal insurance indemnity payments and direct payments are boosting farm net income for 2019. What's making up the difference this year is uh, the uh, direct payments to farmers uh, coming from the market facilitation program payments uh, as well as uh, crop insurance indemnity payments. Uh, and uh, also we're looking at a little bit more belt tightening from farmers uh, with production expenses going down. So uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's an improvement over last year, uh, but uh, it's not as much of an improvement, of course, uh, as what you would like to see. Net farm income is forecast at $88 billion, up 4.8% from 2018. Warren noted without help from the payments, income would have dropped for 2019. A key farm bill negotiator says the bill has limitations from protecting farmers from complete uncertainty. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. The 2018 Farm Bill was hailed as providing five years of certainty and predictability for farm policy, but House Ag Committee Ranking Member Mike Conaway says the bill stops short of complete protection for the farm economy. It certainly could be better in lots of areas if we'd had more money. We just simply didn't have more money, as, uh, as you know. Conaway says many of the challenges facing producers fall outside the scope of the Farm Bill. The program was never set to be able to protect producers from the kind of turmoil that's been going on with respect to the trade fights that we're having and the renegotiation of NAFTA and the impact that's had on, on uh, you know, markets and everything else. So I don't know that anybody realistically thought that the farm bill that we did in 18 would have been able to, in and of itself, be able to protect, protect producers from the illegal retaliatory uh, steps taken by China. Issues like that, he says, are covered by the administration's market facilitation program, something he says would be a struggle to operate on Capitol Hill. You look at how hard it is to get a farm bill done, you're going to try to do that in response to something as, as fast-changing and as uh, amorphous as these trade fight and the impact it's having. You know, the president's promised to have, to have the payments to go out, but they're going to reevaluate whether or not that's needed in November and then in January. And if the, if the market circumstances are different and it doesn't need to go out, uh, producers will know that. Well, there's no way Congress could be that nimble to try to figure it out and, and actually get the, the help to producers that it needs or uh, not spend money that does need to get spent. The Texas Republican chaired the committee during the drafting of the 2018 Farm Bill. To hear more from Conaway, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. 
Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. A member of the Senate Appropriations Committee expects the Agricultural Appropriations Bill to get to the Senate floor in a few weeks. But Senator Jerry Moran of Kansas tells AgriPulse that first, the Senate has to pass a continuing resolution this week. This week's uh, floor action involves a continuing resolution to keep the federal government funded. But I would guess that shortly after, by mid-October, we'll have the AgriPulse Bill on the floor. My guess is it will be well-received. It came out of the committee uh, in, a non, in a nonpartisan, a bipartisan way. Moran says competing House and Senate language on the ERS-NIFA move could come up as an issue in the conference. The House version denies funding for the relocation, but the Senate bill does not. Find more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Kansas City, Missouri, I'm Ben Nully.